Rise and shine. I am Easy Crypto here coming to you live on another gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful, amazing day that I have the opportunity to be here and enjoy. Let's get right into it. What a OT thriller we had last night at the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James and company defeated the Toronto Raptors in an overtime thriller. What's happening, y'all? So Cleveland, to my surprise, LeBron got a lot of help. I want to say a lot of help. Everybody contributed. Yeah, I remember basketball and sports in particular are team-driven sports. So when they say people do it by themselves, there is no way you can do it by yourself, especially in basketball. There's five other, four other people on the court, and there's five people on the court uh, as a team playing together. If it was one on five, I would love to see somebody beat, beat five people with one guy. I would love to see it. MJ ain't ever do it. Maybe Wilt back in the day, because, man, oh, man. But somebody would have needed to pass the ball to inbound the ball. So, no, you couldn't do it. So, but anyways, the Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Toronto Raptors in a thrilling game one. And I believe it lived up to the hype. Now, the thing is, LeBron, LeBron didn't score 40 points. I thought he didn't have to score 40, 50 for them to win this series. But that was a, that was a great turnout. He did get the triple-double which was much needed because if he don't get a triple-double, that means he ain't contributed, you know, as well as he can. But that was a good game. And everybody stepped up the road. Just stepped up. Tristan Thomas is still doing his thing, you know. Um, Love hitting shots. Corver hitting shots. J.R. Smith even hitting shots, you know. So uh, the great team win there. Uh, I expect this series to most likely go six or seven because that's how, you know, balanced the teams are. Um, but in order for Cavaliers to, to, to get through this series, they're going to have to continue to play at a high level. And that was great to be able to steal one in, in Toronto. So uh, if they can, try to get another one. But if not, at least they, they got to feel happy for themselves for splitting uh, in Toronto. On the other side, in the West, we had Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes, baby. Chef Curry is back. And like I said, if Steph Curry come back, this going to be a sweep. Now, the Pelicans played tough all night. But it's just something about having Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant on the same freaking team. Come on, man. Who be in that? I'll wait. Oh, Houston might have a chance. Yeah, they might have a chance. But come on, man. You got damn near three MVPs on one team. That was the the rest, KD, and James Harden team back in the day that they couldn't keep together. But you got Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, the Splash Brothers, and then you bring a seven-foot shooting from, from 30, as Stephen A. say, Durantula, Kevin Durant. Come on, man. It's, it's going to be tough to beat them. Even with Anthony Davis playing at a high level, and Rondo giving them a boost of veteran leadership, man. It's tough playing that juggernaut, as LeBron called it uh, a couple years ago. That is it. That's a juggernaut, man. 
and I, I still feel that this will be a sweep, especially now that Steph Curry and they can, and this is the crazy, this is the crazy part about this. Look at listen to how, how crazy this now. They can run the same formation they ran, not formation, lineup, and bring Steph Curry off. It's almost not even fair. You bring a two-time MVP off the bench to preserve him. They can bring him off the bench and light teams up. Well, we know eventually he's going to go back into the starting lineup. But just think of that. Think of how crazy that sounds. Steph Curry coming off the bench giving you 28 a night. Sharpshooter, sniper. He can't, if he came off the bench, what your, what your, what your bench going to do when the sniper coming off the bench? Who man. They got their hands full, man. So until they dethrone, until somebody beat them, you can't bet against Golden State right now, man. With the Splash Brothers. You can't. They, they, they defend the champions, and you got to knock off the champions before you be, can be called the champion. You got to go through the champs before you can be the champ. So, uh, I believe it'll be a great series. Uh, if Houston was to beat them in the conference finals, Houston does have the home court advantage. Um, and that goes right into the Houston and Utah Jazz series. Donovan Mitchell. He's going to have to bring it this game, man. And I still think it's going to be tough, especially without Rubio. And I don't know how much Rubio would have helped in the sense of how the Rockets play, their style of play as far as the barrage of threes, similar to Golden State. And the D'Antoni system has been around for a while because that's how he played. He liked to run up and down the court and shoot a lot of threes. So uh, Clay Thompson, them just make them at a higher percentage in a sense. Now, I haven't looked at statistics to exactly see, but, you know, Splash Brothers is Splash Brothers. But Houston has done a great job of, of, of shooting a three-ball, and then James Harden, one-on-one, come on now. I don't know if there's anybody out there that can stop him one-on-one. Um, except maybe Russ when he wants to. But I still believe Utah is, is overpowered, man. This is this is going to be a sweep. it be two sweeps over in the West heading into the – to basically the winner of the series in the West, I believe will be the NBA champion. Uh, the team that LeBron has, man, if he if he if he can beat either one of them teams with that team, I know he would he would better, he would better better match up with with Houston. But man, if he take that team and, and win the title with that team, man, man, that sounds impossible, man. Ain't nothing impossible, but that sounds impossible. So the winner out of that West, is, is, I, I believe it will be the NBA champions uh, this season. So I'm Easy Crypto. I'm signing out. Let's talk about crypto. Don't let them FUD you out of crypto. Let me say that again. Do not let the media or the internet FUD you out of crypto it's your boy i am easy crypto and what i mean by that is cryptocurrency came into our lives for a reason cryptocurrency is changing the world for a reason the blockchain technology was introduced to us for a reason now don't let them fudge you out and what i mean by fud fear uncertainty and doubt don't let them fudge you out of learning something new. Don't let them fudge you out of the most groundbreaking technology since we had the internet arrive 
because just because they tell you all of these negative things about it doesn't mean that it's not something that's important. You have to remember that television tell lies to your vision. The media, they're going to they're going to give you what they feel you should hear. They're not going to tell you, you know, sometimes things that you should know. Uh, in this case, this is the internet before the internet. So this is an opportunity to be an early adopter. You have the early adopters and then you have the users, the end users. Which one do you want to be? Because I wish I was an early adopter of the internet. So that's why I, I, I stress and I'm so passionate about cryptocurrency because I believe that I'll be, I'm, I'm part of this early adoption. And it's going to be a, 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 a financial abundant opportunity for me and my family. A wealth changing opportunity. So don't let the media fudge you out of cryptocurrency. Do your research. Look into it. See what's going on. Because at the end of the day, all of these major corporations, these big institutions, they're backing the blockchain. They're researching the blockchain. They're patenting blockchain technologies for themselves. They're into Bitcoin. When they throw FUD, when these big CEOs get up there and they throw that FUD at Bitcoin, saying it's a scam and all of that, guess what? Because they want the price to drop. They want you to sell your Bitcoin so they can get in and grab it for cheap. Don't fall for it. That's all they're doing. Don't fall for it. They want your Bitcoin. Trust me. They see this as an opportunity. So don't let them scare you from, from joining in on this revolution because this will be the greatest wealth transfer in the history of mankind because cryptocurrency is bringing a lot of people out of poverty. It's going to change the world, which it already is. People all over the world will be able to bank. Now back to this foot. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt when you hear those terms in the crypto community. You have to understand that there's a lot of information out here and there's a lot of opportunity out here as well. I look at everything in an abundance way and I see this as an opportunity. When you get a lot of negative press on something, I want you to sometimes look at it, try to look at it from the other standpoint. Why is this coming out negative? What's the, what's the fear behind it? Because that's how a lot of opportunities are missed because people dismiss a lot of things because of a lot of FUD that's being thrown at it. Take a moment to kind of look at it sideways, especially if it's coming from your media. So to me, and this is just what I feel, I feel like to me that this is the greatest opportunity that you know we have. Obviously there are a lot of, there are a lot of opportunities out there, but I believe cryptocurrency is the one. I believe it's the one that's gonna definitely change and redefine my family when it comes to wealth here. Uh, I do believe that uh, uh, my baby girls will use this technology uh, and this may be the only financial system that they understand and know because out with the old in with the new and we have people saying that you know we don't need this and all that you got to remember that this is something that's decentralized this puts the power somewhat back into the people's hands this puts you in a position to become your own banker. You can send, you can receive, and you can transact without asking anybody, anyone for permission. Anyone. So this kind of gives you control of your money. 
why don't people understand that having control of their money is very important when you got places all over the world that are doing bank runs where they're locking people's money up and telling them they can only get this amount or that amount out. Tim Draper, uh, one of the guys who's been very bullish on, on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, somebody asked him would he sell his Bitcoin. And he, his response was, why would I sell the future for the past? Why would I sell the future for the past? Because he understands that this is what people are going to be using. I don't, I don't want them fiat dollars. I don't want them dollars and things lose value each and every day. So this is something new. This is a new technology that, you know, everybody is going to, to assume, adopt. It may take longer than, 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 than ever, but hey, it's a start. Now, we also don't want to have FOMO. Now, FOMO is fear of missing out. That's FOMO. And what happens is, is when people see something and they realize, oh, man, this is the next best thing. They tend to have FOMO. They're afraid that they're going to miss out. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So they rush into things, not really truly understanding them. So I always tell people, don't get FOMO. Sit down, study, learn what this technology is, see how it's beneficial to the world, and then gradually, gradually, take it slow. Take one bite at a time, chew. Take one bite at a time, chew. Understand what you're getting yourself into, and in that way, you can actually see the opportunity and see how powerful this is, and you won't get FOMO and do some things that you wouldn't normally do based upon fear of missing out. I do believe that this is a great opportunity, but you don't want to FOMO. You don't want to FOMO. Get in at the right time. Exit at the right time. Again, this, ain't fin this is not financial advice, but I like to tell people you have to know entries and exits. I always heard that um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki always knew what his exit plan was before he got into a project. If you look at the project and understand, what's my exit plan? What's my exit plan? Okay, now that I have my exit strategy, all right, let's get into this because, you know, as I'm going into this, I want to know how am I going to get myself out of it. And that goes into the cryptocurrency uh, cryptocurrency space as well or any type of investment or opportunity you get yourself in. You always want to look at your, your exit strategy or exit plan. So I am Easy Crypto signing out. Remember to follow me on Twitter. I am Easy Crypto. Follow me on Instagram. I am Easy Crypto. And have a beautiful day today. Peace.